Okay, so in our discussion of this passage of the Gemara that anyone who causes a chasen to rejoice merits five voices, merits to receive the Torah, which was given with five voices, and are journeying into the various kinds of creation um, which are produced from the four letters of Hashem's name with uh, the intent that this will help us understand the level beyond um, the idea of the, f- of the five voices, not just the four letters of God's name, but also what is beyond the, lev- the level of Hashem's name and what those five voices mean together. So that's, that's, where, that's where we're going. So in that journey, we've discovered that man is something that sets him apart from all other creatures. Um, just as we made a distinction between inert matter and said that inert matter is in a category unto itself because of it, you cannot see any vitality in it whatsoever. Conversely, man has something in him which, set, which, which indicates that he is more spiritual or the truth of spirituality and therefore it sets him apart from all other kinds of things. So before we explained what was unique about man, we discovered what spirituality means in general. We said there's two characteristics of spirituality. Yonatan will tell us one, Mechal Morachai will tell us the other. Go ahead. Why you better say the easy one first? Ah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Right, anyone know what spirituality? That characteristic of spirituality. It hurts. Famous? The more spiritual something is, the less it is in contradiction with anything else. Less well, we did that with the Shammai Right. I said yesterday that the, the, the ideas of Shammai Val Italian, um, they are not as crystallized uh, the way they presented them to Shammai Hill. Therefore, Shammai Hill could argue about the interpretation of those words because as, as they're presented, they had more of a edel, more of a spiritual... Uh, more of a lofty meaning, and therefore not yet crystallized definition, versus as these ideas were developed in the minds and the shamas of base. Abstraction is an element of spirituality. Yeah, spirituality is something which is um, the the more spiritual something is, the more it can it can um, uh, fit with other things. The less it, it's the less definition something has, the more spiritual something something has something something is the more it can uh, mesh with other things, the more it can, it can uh, um, yeah? That's one characteristic of spirituality. The more spiritual, uh, and our discussion on, on Shabbos about the, uh, how to cut your nails, right? So, uh, <laughs> so, 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 uh, <laughs> there was, um, one Jew who is presenting an idea from Shulchan Aruch. So this is the, these are Hebrew words. So the Hebrew words can be argued about. What, what do the Hebrew words mean? But when they're presented in English and they're, on the, and they're in front of you, 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 can't, you can't have a disagreement about it. Shulchan Aruch, I'll say this is what Shulchan Aruch means. That's what Shulchan Aruch means because it's, it's, it's not written in a, a, a con- concretized, this is how it, how it works. But when it's concretized, you can't, you can, there's no room for interpretation. This is, this is, the, this is the, the meaning of something. So the more spiritual something is, 
the less of um, the, the the more it can um, connect with diverse things. The more it's not um, relegated to a certain arena and separate from other things. That was one characteristic of spirituality. You know, and remember the second one. <laughs> Remind me of Rabbi Kunin. Rabbi Kunin was trying to find a down payment for his Chabad house. And the lawyer told him, there's no way you can get this Chabad house. It's impossible. You need to have you need to have $100,000 right now. It's impossible. And Rabbi Kunin's like, so what do you want us me to do? Like, we need the, just, I'll give you 50. But you really, the lawyer himself said, I'll give you 50, but you need to get the other 50. So what about the other 50? He's like, well, you figure out the first 50. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, the second explanation of what spir- the second char- characteristic, excuse me, of spirituality is that spir- things which are spiritual are drawn to higher things. The nature of spirituality is that it's go- drawn to something higher. Okay, so this is also why man is considered a spiritual being. What's unique about man? Man has intelligence. Intelligence is something which is not in any specific parameter, and that's why with our intelligence, as we were learning on Shabbos and the Maimir, it's possible to completely change your character. With your seichel, you're able to to, to not only direct... Seichel's intelligence is like a window. You look, you look through this window, and, and, and whatever you see in that window, that, that, that affects you. So the, the, the deeper you connect with, with the, a certain idea, the more of an impact it has on you. It's possible to completely not just direct your attention to something, but completely change your nature. Because seichel intelligence is not limited in any certain parameter. And therefore, it could actually affect the words of the Alter Rebbe, the, the point of Chassidus, not just to change the nature of our character, not just to change our natural character, but to change our, the very nature of our character. The very nature of our character means not just that, we, that instead of us being um, imbuing uh, our... In, instead of putting our energies into spiritual things, but to uh, totally change our very character. Instead of just using our character, in a, instead of being an annoying, obnoxious atheist, to become an annoying, obnoxious, ultra from person, the, 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 the power of intelligence is to, um, is, is to change the very, the very nature of your character. That's, an, that's one thing that man has because man has intelligence. That's what separates man from beast. There's a second thing that man has that is also indicative, that also the second characteristic of spirituality, which is we, because we have intelligence, we are drawn to become better. We're always thinking about how to become better. As a famous chassid used to go to sleep every night and say, tomorrow will be completely different. So where does that come from? It comes from our seichel, our intelligence, which, which draws us to become better, which, which, which tells us that there's more out there. Um, you know what successful people do? Successful people are always trying to learn more. So that's just people which are, but that's, that's just they're in their field, trying to learn more, trying to become better at their field. Seichel, our intelligence, gives us the idea that it's not all about uh, where you are right now. There's, there's far more higher than where you are. Seichel allows us to uh, ascend from where we are. So that's why man is called spiritual. Again, number one, because he has intelligence. Intelligence does not have parameters. Number two, what well, has parameters, but doesn't have the parameters of, of, of feelings. It's far less parameters. And as we shall see now in the next paragraph, that's why man has within himself all kinds of, of uh, things. It's not just one defined thing that man has. Man has from all four categories that we're discussing. 
And number two, intelligence, spirituality, draws you to what's higher than yourself. A man has intelligence, and therefore he, he is drawn to what's higher than himself. Okay, let's go to Eschaz. We just said that man is called a small world. He's called a small world because, again, he has intelligence, he has spirituality, and therefore he's not limited to being one specific kind of thing. That's the nature of spirituality, that you're not limited and not defined. Move on. So all these four categories of inert matter, vegetation, animal, and human, all of them exist, not just in the larger world, not just in the big world, but they also exist in the small world in an open and clear way in man. You could see in man these four things. Inanimate, vegetation, and animal, and human. But Not just in the body of man. Ella, next page, also in your soul, you could see all four all four categories. What are the four categories in man? Letters are called inert matter. Feelings are called vegetation. Intelligence is called animal, and the source of speech, medaber. What? Why these uh, four? things that man has connected to these four um, creatures, four kinds of creatures. The explanation of this is as follows. Letters, Letters correspond to inert matter. Feelings correspond to vegetation. Intelligence corresponds to animal. And the ability to speak is the medaber shib medaber, is the man within man. Makes complete sense. Okay. Let's see why. As with the explanation of this is as follows. The root of the word ois, which means letter, is asa. It's an Aramaic word which means to come. Asa, baker, morning has come. So a letter means revelation. Morning has come. What are letters about? Causing revelation. With letters, you reveal something. What's unique about letters? And distinguishes them from all other soul powers is as follows: is that is this? All other soul powers are connected to man himself. The dogma, for example, your character describes you. Are you a kind person? Are you a stern person? But letters are only tools through which you reveal yourself. But they are not pertinent to you yourself, they're just pertinent to how you project to others. That's the point of letters. Your feelings are your feelings, they describe you. You have feelings, you are a kind person, that's the kind of feelings kind people have, that's what that kind of feelings you have. Because you have these feelings, that's what kind of person you are. You are your character, you are your feelings. Those are you. But your letters, letters aren't you. Those letters are just the way you project to other people. You use those, you said those words, and that's the um, way that um, um, people now understand what you think, what you feel, because of those letters. They weren't about your feelings. They're the way you conveyed those feelings to other people. Since letters are external, Therefore, the soul's energy in letters 
is very contracted. Because letters aren't about you, they're just about rejecting to other people, so how much soul do you need for those letters? Very little. They're very, there's very contracted energy that is invested in, in the letters that you're conveying those ideas to others. The soul is very hidden and contracted in those letters. There's no energy at all in those letters. Even There is not even what vegetation kind of energy in, in those letters. No, there's no growth in those letters. And therefore they are called inert. From this perspective, that is why, just like we made the distinction earlier on between inert matter and the other three kingdoms, so too can we make the same distinction between letters and all the other three kinds of soul energy. The difference between letters and everything else is far greater than the difference between the various soul energies and each other. All the other soul energies, since they are connected and they express the person himself, since all of the other soul energies, they express the soul, so the, question, the difference between them is only in degree. How much do they express the soul? But letters, since they're just about conveying and revealing to others, they're considered like a separate entity from the soul. Just like the, the inert vegetation, animal and human, in the world around us, the inert matter has no, you don't feel any energy there. But in vegetation, animal and human, you do see some kind of soul, you do see some kind of animation there. And the distinction between them is just in, just in degree, how much, do, how much life force can you see? But there is life force in all of those. Unlike in letters, where, unlike in the inner matter, where no, no uh, energy is seen at all. In a similar way, since letters are just the way that we convey to others, they're not ourselves, therefore there's a very contracted amount of soul energy in letters. Does that make sense to anybody? Yeah. Is actually yeah. is in a letter. Yeah. The U is the U and the Vav and the base and the base of the Vav. We learned all about the letters. And then what does it say about the letters? And at the time, it's talking about like Orient Silk being drawn all the way down into, into us, into this world. And that's how Hashem's vitality flows into the world, is through the letters. And the world is created. By the way, what you're saying is pertinent to today. Um, Rebbe spoke about how today's Rebbe's yard site, and um, your Rebbe's yard site is, is significantly on the 22nd of Shvat. So 22 is the number of the letters of the Aleph base, and they are the soul energy of creation. All of creation gets its life force from, the, from these 22 letters. That is the Shvat. The word Shvat means to rule. The soul energy of everything is... The, what rules, what the only energy of all of creation is, are those 22 letters. Hashem creates the world, but those are the building blocks of creation. So there was said that on the day of the yard site, there is a, um, a fallacy that people have 
they think that, a fa- that the, the whole purpose of a, a commemorating the neshama is just for the sake of the neshama, how the neshama go to a higher place. But it's not something that affects this world. It's just about the neshama going, it's going to a higher place. It's, it's, it's about giving the neshama something. But the purpose of creation is that Hashem wants a home in this world. And therefore, the goal of commemorating, uh, even the goal of commemorating the Nisham and helping Nisham go to a higher place in Gan Eden, it's also about this world. There's a, there's a din, laws of Shabbos, that uh, if you burn something, uh, if you make a fire on Shabbos, you are liable. You're considered transgressing one of the 39 uh, malachas mm-hmm. forbidden on Shabbos. But the Ramah says there's a condition to, uh, to that. And the Ramah says you only consider liable if you want the ashes. If you burn something and you need the ashes, then you're considered liable. Well, why do you have to need the ashes? So, the Rebbe explains the spiritual meaning of this Rambam as to do with the yard sites. And Hashama goes to a higher place in Gan Eden. Hashama wants to be closer to Hashem. That's what a yard site is. Hashama is going to a higher place. But there has to be the ashes. The meaning of ashes means that the Hashama's elevation has some physical manifestation in this world. As Alta writes in Tanya, and they have a yard, so not just the neshama goes to a higher place, but it causes salvation here in this world. So not just the neshama has a fire. Every year has a fire. Every year has an inspiration. The goal of every inspiration of going closer to Hashem has to have ashes. It has to have some kind of physical manifestation. That's why the Rebbetzin's gematria, the Rebbetzin's name, Rebbetzin Chaim Mushka, is 470. 470 means, what, what is 470? 470 is time. Time, ace, time. And that's because the, uh, a, 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 the way to uh, celebrate a yard site isn't just by doing things for the neshama, but concretizing actual tzedaka, and actual hours of Torah, and actual uh, uh, mishnayis, and davening. You're doing things here in this world because the neshama's elevation isn't just a personal elevation. It's about the ashes. It's about what happens in this world. Even Because the, the whole point is, is, is dear tachtenim. And therefore, every single experience must lead to something that affects their tachtein. So, um, so that's why it's chav beishvat, because the point in the Shama's elevation is to cause a, an impact in this world, that the, this world should be, in our personal small world, we should live in a way that we feel that the, what's our life about? 22. Our life is about the letters of the alphabet. Our life is about the energy of Hashem that makes us alive. That's, that's, that's the impact of, of, of a... So it's true, the whole point is if creation is that Hashem wants us to take a home for Him and the letters are what animate the world. Yeah, but um, compare those letters which animate the world with, with the higher level, levels of Galenius and the world that's in us. That, that, that's, the, that, that's the most contract, contracted energy. So from, from our perspective, yeah, it's very... Imp- us looking up, the letters are, are dull. They're, they're nothing. Us looking up, the letters are everything. Letters make us exist. Hashem's energy. Uh, letters. I'm saying according to what we're learning here, that, that letters are the lowest level. Oh. They're, no. they're the least <coughs> pertinent, and they're, they're nothing in and of themselves, according to what this Sifra is saying. Yeah. Um, what and I'm having difficulty with is something else. I'm trying to understand. We learned the other my modern how. It's possible to convey, to put your whole soul in your words. This is a possible nafshi yatsabadabri. That my soul was 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 expressed when I spoke. It's possible when you say something to become very excited. In fact, the uh, truth is, Achsidus addresses this. Achsidus says that when you're really excited, you can't talk either. Talking your words can 
the Ram says that when you're angry, you shouldn't speak. Why not? Because when you speak, you make your anger greater. Instead of letting it out, the Ram says when you speak and you're angry, you intensify your anger. You're building it up for ne- not letting it out. Maybe it feels better right now, but you're actually intensifying those negative feelings for next time. So when you don't speak, so then it, it dies down and, and you, you, get, you, you get yourself back. As opposed to uh, when you're angry, <laughs> when you're angry, not yourself. The Gemara says when anyone's angry, all kinds of hell rule that person. It's not a good idea. Anyways, so, um, so, so it's true that letters can express your feelings, but, and they, they intensify your feelings. But when your feelings get even more intense, you can't talk anymore. I think the answer again all has to do with someone else. Even if your words are expressed in your asmus, who are you expressing it to? You're expressing it to somebody else. Versus the other three levels all have to do with you as a person and not with somebody else. So, so in, in short, what we've learned so far is that, that the letters are considered in the same realm as inert matter, and they have... They don't even have the character. They don't have the characteristic of growth. Feelings have the characteristic of growth, as we shall see now. A child has feelings. A child likes small things, and he gets older. He likes bigger things. Um, as we learned yesterday, a child gets angry. A child has a very small mind. Samachzadik says, and he has a, it's like a small vessel. He can only see things from one perspective. Um, so there is. It's possible for those feelings to develop and to have more sophisticated feelings and to have feelings which are, which are uh, there's a chassid, uh, I forgot his name, Rabbi Meshulav, uh, he used to say that, that the Berkechein, Al-Vashalom, he was a chassid who had such sacrifice of, for, for teaching Torah to children on the ground that, this, that the KGB was, made him like public enemy number one. And uh, he stayed at the, at the Meshulavan's house. And uh, and he would dive him for hours. And that, that was his thing. So this little boy would also dive him for hours. So his parents were like, maybe we should tell this kid not to dive him for hours because he doesn't even know what he's doing. Just pretending to dive him for hours. Not, not really diving for hours. It's just like... Blah, 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 blah. So Berkheim says, why don't do do his thing? He says, little, little uh, chickadees grow up to be big turkeys. <laughs> so so it, it, it's possible that our feelings develop and get older. Yeah, that's, na- that's the nature of a human being. But letters never grow. One letter will never become two letters. A letter stays the same. Feelings develop. Emotions develop. But letters stay the same. Uh, let's do a little bit of the next paragraph. Let's go to Oistes. Our feelings are connected to growth, vegetation. They're not like Inert matter, they're not like letters. But Adrab, on the opposite, you can see in feelings great excitement. But despite that, the, the energy and feelings is not the same, it's incomparably lower, less than intelligence. Why? We would think the opposite, right? You see more more life in people which are which are more emotional, and people which are more are, are more cerebral. You see more energy there, but is it more energy of the soul? Is, there's more excitement there. Is there more soul there? Is there more soul energy? That's what we're focusing on. Um, the characteristic of feelings to be excited is called hispilus. Hispilus means 
impact. You have a feeling for something, that feeling brings you away from where you were and brings you to somewhere else. Your feelings carry you and bring you to a different place. Unlike your intelligence, as many thoughts as you have, they don't bring you from, they don't take you out of your space. That means that feelings aren't touching the soul itself. Feelings are only touching that part of your soul that is affected by the outside world. And why is it possible for those feelings to bring you out of your reverie and do whatever you need to do? It's because feelings are, you're, you are affected by things that are happening. Your feelings, the very fact that you're excited about what's happening shows that, that you're, the, the feelings are the, the realm of the soul that has a connection to the outside. A person's virtues or person's or, or the faults of another person. They affect you. You love the person, or you're afraid of the other person. All of, why is that other person's character affecting you? It's affecting you because there's a part of you that cares what's happening on the outside. It's not you, it's not your soul itself. It's the part of your soul that is close to the outside. And therefore, it's affected by what's happening on the outside. You get it? Okay. Okay. So, so me, this are you see soul and feelings, but the energy of soul and feelings is less than the energy of soul in intelligence. Unlike intelligence, intelligence is connected and influences the soul itself. They say autistic people, they have very strong feelings, and that's why I, I read this article, I forgot where I read this, about this, 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 uh, this autistic child was at a baseball game, and this uh, mm-hmm. guy struck out, and, uh, and the counselor mm-hmm. with this autistic child, and the autistic child gets up and starts clapping. So the, the counselor, like, you don't clap for someone who struck out, is no. That's a person you clap for. They have such intense feelings that they don't want to uh, share them. They don't, want, they, 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 don't, they don't want to, but they themselves have these very strong feelings. That's why they keep them to themselves. They, they, uh, that's a discussion. Anyway, bottom line is, is that we began discussion about feelings and how they are connected to soul, but not as much as intelligence. So we want to mention more about this tomorrow.